everyone. Welcome back to Date Night with Mark and Julia. I'm Mark. And I'm Julia. And today we're going to be talking about what our long-distance relationship has looked like pre-quarantine and during quarantine. Cue the intro music, baby! Okay, so as we said in the intro, today we're going to be talking about what our long-distance relationship has looked like before quarantine and during quarantine. And so I think we would first have to address one of the biggest changes to our relationship, which has to be time zones. Oh, most definitely. It has to be time zones, for sure. Yeah. So um, I guess previously we were both on the East Coast, or at least starting in the fall 2019 semester, I was in Philadelphia and he was in Boston. And I think that obviously, even though we were a couple hundred miles apart, being in the same time zone was really helpful because essentially we started our day at the same time and ended our day at the same time. And that in itself is probably for anyone else who is in a long distance relationship, that makes a huge difference anytime, at least any time zone apart is pretty i would say detrimental (laughs) yeah i was gonna say it just brings further complications which i think we'll end up going into but definitely yeah to the extent that you're living in the same sort of quote-unquote like time zone it kind of leads to you doing things you know at similar times yeah whether that is you know us going to class at the same time or just our schedules just align a little bit easier than it Mm -hmm. is I guess, when we're not together in different time zones. Yeah, and I think even if we both worked, like, 9 to 5 jobs, it would still be fine because at least we'd both be at work from 9 to 5 at the same time. Time is an illusion. It's really weird. (laughs) Dude, time is definitely a social construct. Like, I don't believe in time. (laughs) Anyway, yeah, so um, after our campuses were like, get the fuck off campus, he went back home to California, and obviously I went back home to Hawaii, And for those of you who don't know, Hawaii Standard Time is six hours earlier. Did you say earlier or later? I don't know. Earlier. It's six hours later, right? Later? See, see, time is such a contract that you don't even know what words to use to describe it. Anyway, example, (laughs) it's 6 a.m. in Hawaii. That means it's 12 noon in New York. And yeah, you're right. So it is yeah. earlier, but like it's not earlier in terms of time zone. It's just like, yeah, it's it, kind the of time weird. is like minus. Wow, that's actually a really good thing. Time is definitely constructed at that point because, like, it's really just, all like, relative. Puzzled anyway. my brains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so obviously, California is three hours apart from Hawaii and the East Coast, but three hours doesn't sound like it's a huge difference, but it is sometimes. In certain situations, it's definitely, like, make or break. Um, I guess it depends on, like, what time you wake up and what time you go to sleep and those kinds of things. For us, it hasn't been too big of an issue since it's only three hours. But, I mean, like I said, any the, the farther apart you are in time, the harder it is. Yeah, no, I think, like, big things that I can think about is you know, mealtimes, for example, one of the really popular things me and Julie used to do pre-quarantine was, you know, if we both had a free lunch together, we'd yeah. take that lunch and go, you know, both make something on our own, yeah. not, you know, go out by any means. Yeah. But like, you know, just share a meal together or, you know, share dinner together. Dinner is probably the easier thing. Dinner's the easier thing for sure. But now it's a little bit more staggered. So, you yeah. know, Julia's breakfast is my lunchtime. 
her lunchtime is like dinner time pretty much. Yeah. So what what I like to try to do is try to push my lunch as far back as I can so that yeah. it l- corresponds with her lunch time. I mean, yeah. excuse me, her breakfast time. Yeah. So I think like that's something that like, you know, I think long distance relationships a lot of it is just adapting to different situations. Yeah. So I really like that's one thing that we kind of adapted from our past mm-hmm. where we like eating meals together. However, now we just kind of have to adjust. Yeah. And I think I guess it it's hard if you're a weird time apart, like you're 10 hours apart, that's kind of harder. It really just, it's up to you. Sometimes, I mean, recently we haven't really been having meals together, but that's just because of how things work. I choose to eat breakfast. Like, it really depends on you and your relationship. But I think the important thing, if I were to give advice, even if no one asked, is to find time to at least share one meal together. I feel like most people would agree that Meal time, especially with other people, can be a great bonding experience or just a time to relax. Um, but no one asked for that advice, but whatever, there you go. My two cents. <laughs> yeah, but it's good and... advice. Here, here, just keep giving me your two cents and then I'll have a, I'll be really <laughs> rich by the end of this relationship. Silly. But I think what's going to be a little bit more difficult is the addition of another kind of factor that's changing up our long distance relationship routine is the fact that school is going to start soon by the time this goes up I would have already been in school for almost an entire week so I start school on Monday the 17th um this episode will be up after or after that but um think school just kind of throws things off because well he's going back um to the east coast when school starts and I'm going to be here. So that's a whole six hours apart in time. Luckily, Hawaii doesn't follow daylight savings. So when daylight savings happens for the East Coast, it suddenly becomes five hours. So I mean, one less hour, that's a little bit, you know, something to look forward to, I guess. But overall, it's at least and with that, with six hour time difference, it's my breakfast is his lunch, my lunch is his dinner. So that's another, I guess, easy thing that we could do is to have meals at those times and I guess I'm lucky that it's only six hours but yeah it's a little bit more difficult because when you think about it by the time I am it's 6 a.m here he's already halfway done with his day and by the time I'm halfway done with my day he's probably already getting ready for dinner and maybe wants to go to bed although I guess it doesn't really matter because I will also be on East Coast time because all of my classes. So we'll see how it goes. I guess that's more of a struggle for me because I'm going to have to figure out what time to wake up and what time I should go to bed. But I guess that's a plus side of it, even though it's going to make things difficult for us. I think, I mean, I don't, I don't really look forward to waking up at like 4.30 every morning or whatever. I'm not, that's an exaggeration, but that's essentially what life is going to look like for me. You know, I think, like, something that I guess matters in this context is that, like, what's kind of nice about school is that it does provide a little bit of structure. I think yeah. right now we've kind of kind of settled into this routine. And like you said, yeah, it'll be disruptive. But I think what's nice about school versus, like, work is that, you know, we can kind of start to build in the pockets of time we know we're obviously going to have with each other. And we've talked about it. Something me and Julia have also done during this quarantine is just do work together. Like, I'll yeah. be at my internship. She's studying for her MCAT. And we'll just have each other Zooming on the background. Like, it doesn't need to be yeah. active. You know, it 
should have a lot of active participation. But I think at least talking about it with your partner on like what passive participation can look like. I mean, you know, we'll occasionally still glances at each other or, you know. Oh, that's so cheesy. Shut up. I'm trying to make this sound <laughs> dope. I mean, he steals glances at me. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I can't. I, you know, I, I take a look at him a, f- a few times here and there and he's scratching his head like, what the heck am I supposed to do right now? Yeah. And he looks at me while I'm studying Orgo and he probably sees that I'm like, my eyebrows are furrowed and I look so frustrated and angry because I keep getting these damn questions wrong. <laughs> For but, sure. But you know. <laughs> Hey, hey, it's a hexagon, right? What are you talking about? Aren't, like, carbon things like a hexagon? Oh, my gosh. As you can see, we both study two very different things. But besides the point, I think, yeah, just yeah. having someone there with you to yeah. work with. I mean... Well, I'd encourage that even for people that don't have, like, a significant other, but have a friend. Like, we've talked about it before. We do it with our friends, too, where... You yeah. know, you might just want to work with them and just kind of, you know, it'll be like you are studying at a cafe or studying in a library. Yeah. And especially since we're not really allowed to go out, like, it's a good it's a good little method of just kind of like, you hear the typing, you hear the little chit-chat every now and then. Yeah, it's really Someone's helpful. like, hey, I need to go get, like, a coffee or I need to get some water or I need to use the bathroom. It's like, yeah. it kind of brings you back into that routine without, you know... Keeping it safe, keeping it, you know. Yeah, for sure. Locked in. I mean, I've I've done that too. I've definitely just called up my friends, be like, "Hey, you guys want to do work together over Facetime?" And then, kind of just do our own thing, pretty much. And, um, it's just an easy way to have someone to study with, and that's also just another thing you can do with your significant other. You don't even have to really talk. I feel like we really talk while we're doing our work. Um, I mean, and occasionally we'll chat if we get distracted tag each other on memes in memes on Facebook but I think I guess one thing that I also wanted to bring up was this idea of constantly FaceTiming so Mark and I are pretty notorious for spending all day on FaceTime together and I don't want it to sound like we need to see each other it's more of if we can why not and also it's not the type of it's not the, in the controlling way. You know, I'm not going to Mark and being like, hey, I need to see you on FaceTime 24-7. I need to see when you eat. I need to see when you sleep. I need to see who you're texting. I need to see It ends up like eating. that, but it's not like that. I think that's like the whole point, right? That you're trying to get yeah. at. Yeah. Well, my point is, I think I just enjoy his company and he enjoys mine. And yeah. it's not in the controlling way. It's not that I am dying to know or need to know what he's doing at every second really it's that more hurts. of i want <laughs> you to know exactly what i'm doing 25 8 you're the what happened to being my biggest fan huh like the i'm your biggest fan i'll follow you until you love me Pop. who knows that be- verbal meme but anyways like verbal tiktok aren't <laughs> 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 most tiktoks well okay anyway <laughs> besides the point but you guys know what we're getting at it's not a um controlling micromanaging type of thing it's more of a do you want someone to study with throughout the day sure like let's do this and you just end up happening to you know kind of spend your whole day together this is gonna sound really codependent but I swear we're not that codependent I think we both know how to it's really we're both doing our own thing but the other person's just there 
Like, it sounds really late. I think it sound, it'll come off as bad as it is, but if that person's there, why not use them to keep you company? Exactly. Like, also, but in a non- in my defense, like, oh. I was just going to say, but it's not, like, a bad thing. It's not, like, in a... I don't think it's a bad thing. It's not an exploitative way. It's, like, a mutually beneficial way. I would agree with that. Also, in my defense, not trying to defend my... I don't know how to say this, but I am home alone. I've been home alone all of this quarantine because my parents go to work and so I'm just stuck in my house and the only things I ever hear are the neighborhood the neighbor's kids <laughs> some dogs or whatever planes are flying over and it's just so quiet and I'm definitely one of those people that needs some sort of chatter that's why I used to like studying at cafes or like just anywhere where there's some kind of hustle and bustle and so having a friend, it doesn't even have to be Mark. I've definitely studied with other, my other friends. Whoa. Where we just, okay, okay. So <laughs> he's being facetious. He's being facetious. <laughs> I, oh my gosh, like I don't want us to come off. <laughs> like we're so codependent because I don't think we are. I think we know how to both be independent. But anyway, I'm, gosh, now people are going to be like, you don't have to, like, if you have to explain yourself, that means you're probably codependent. I don't know. I'm just now we're not. Like it's really not. Like I just think it's like. <laughs> We like spending time with each other. We could also just not want to. There have been times where it's like I have calls for three straight hours or you have a class to go to or you have, you know, you'll go have to run errands for your parents and we don't talk for two hours. And it's not like the world just crashed and burned and everything like died. Yeah. Also, there have been times where it's just like, hey, I want space. Cool. We got space. I, I don't think it's it's really not that deep. But what I'm trying yeah, to say is if yeah exactly it's if I were trying deep. to make a defense for myself for wanting to for wanting him to kind of stay with me a lot of the time, it's because this house is just too quiet, and it's also just nice to have someone to kind of turn to and be like, oh cool, there's another human being in this space. But yeah, um, that's pretty much what quarantine has looked like, I guess, in terms of time zones and how we see each other but I guess the thing is we've actually done this we used to do this even before quarantine started if but it was obviously more sporadic it's not like a every day we'll FaceTime for a long period of time it's more of like he said at lunch or at dinner type of thing yeah no I think that's the one thing quarantine has really brought is ironically more time together I just think it's like not the it's the way the time is being spent has just been the thing that's been altered. If we want to start going into that. So, like, I mean, for us, something we want to kind of compare was just, like, our date night routine, which pre-quarantine, pretty robust date night program. You know, we would have two times a month in person, roughly, like, on average, give it two times a month. Because that's how often we used to visit each other. And I'm sure we will do another episode on tips and tricks on how to visit your significant other but like we would do it twice a month and it was pretty great not to mention we would do the occasional virtual date night as opposed to our regular nights where we would also call each other we would try to make one a little bit different whether yeah, that something, was something along the lines of just like eating out or something like that yeah you know. a super easy one was both of us just ordered chipotle you know you can take it yeah. um delivery and it was super easy and we enjoyed that together yeah. But, like, two date nights, whether it was, like, going out and exploring the city or going to a brunch spot or trying a new dinner place. Like, we had something. And now 
looking at it now, my like literally on my notes is what are dates? Because genuinely, it's like <laughs> I don't know the actual day. Like, what day is it today? I'm not sure. In terms of like, yeah. it's August something, but then like also like in a more serious, it's like it's really hard at least to differentiate quote unquote what's a date versus what's just us hanging out now because it's like yeah our options are far more limited and I think yeah something that might help when I go back to school is at least I have a little bit more control over my life because like right now you are at home by yourself so you can kind of control what time do you what time do you what food do you want to eat whatever and I'm just kind of at the mercy of like whatever's being served so it'll be nice to at least maybe plan a date in that fashion but at least for now it's like what our dates like i'll admit we had a really nice date night last night where um both of us had it was kind of impromptu though it was impromptu so i think that's another thing too is you know don't be afraid to embrace some spontaneity there are some people like julia who enjoy a little bit more of the planning side of things oh i love plans oh i love plans i'm a slut for plans anyway nothing wrong with that i'm more in the uh (laughs) spontaneous type but you know found out both of us had the same snacks lying around we're like hey do you want to eat these snacks and watch a little movie yeah and we had that yeah so it's just finding different ways i think you have to be creative i mean if you really are struggling for creative ideas please go listen to our last podcast we rated like 15 ideas and we've done some of them before too like you will hear about so not gonna i guess rehash a lot of them but i mean check out that other video if you really want to or that other podcast rather I mean, yeah. there's a video of me and you. Oh my gosh, he just winked at me. I don't know what that means to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess I pretty much agree with that sentiment of it's really hard to distinguish what are dates now versus what regular hangouts are. I think, I guess going back to how we used to have Chipotle dates, <laughs> that's actually something that I really enjoyed when we were apart. The thing is, guess what, guys? There is no Chipotle in Hawaii. And, you know, whenever I'm back on the East Coast or on the mainland and I have the opportunity to have Chipotle, I'm just like, ugh, Chipotle's so boring, you know? Chipotle's so lame. I'm back in Hawaii and I'm like, I've never wanted Chipotle more in my life than now. Anyway, (laughs) but I guess it's just, we'll have to find a way around that, I guess. I mean, McDonald's exists pretty much everywhere, so we have Yeah, I was going to say, we have McDonald's. Also, yeah. We'll figure it out. Anyway, yeah, I think, but I think maybe we could have done a better effort or put in more effort into making actual dates. I know that sometimes we kind of, I don't want to say we get lazy, but we just treat everything like a date. So I guess maybe things aren't as special. I mean, I still think they're special, but I guess in the grand scheme of things, it's just us hanging out. Not that dates aren't you hanging out, but I think to me a date is something that you wouldn't normally do on a daily basis. Would you agree? I'd agree with that, but I think to your point, right? It's like, what do you hold special and what do you hold valuable, right? And I think I'll be the one to say that, like, I just think spending time with you is, like, special enough. But, like, there's something about, I guess, the planned aspect of it and, like, the difference maker where it's like, yeah, that's what makes a date. But I think to your point, I agree anytime we hang out is special, but to the end, like, not the untrained eye, but, like, from an outsider's perspective that doesn't understand what you're feeling or what you're going through, they could just kind of be like, you guys just hang out every day. Like, when do you ever go on dates? It's like, well, 
to me, certain ones are dates because you don't know what kind of went to get here, you know, like, type thing. I arguably feel like these podcasts are a bit of a date. I mean, it is date night with Mark and Julia. Exactly. <laughs> I think um, there's also, I mean, we talked about it in the previous episode, there are a lot of just virtual opportunities to go on dates. So if we ever wanted to, I guess, step out of our comfort zone, we could probably do those things. But as of right now, I feel as if it's not like I'm yearning for a date either. I think I'm pretty content with the activities we're up to now. And I think with, well, when this goes up, uh, semifinals, well, playoffs, sorry. I call them semifinals and then finals. In general, I actually call them all finals, even though they're <laughs> not finals. I This is semantics, but wait, why don't they just call it semifinals? Well, because you have oh, the... You have oh, the, Western Conference. I'm so stupid. Because you go 8-4-2, <laughs> right? So it'll be just That's the playoffs. the Western Conference. Anyway. And then the Western Conference semifinals. The Western I just Conference use the wrong finals. words for things. Trust me, I know basketball. I know basketball. I know you do. <laughs> anyway, so with basketball, conference, playoffs. <laughs> I just don't know what to call these things in life. <laughs> with playoffs about to start. Um, those are definitely going to be quote unquote, our new date nights, <laughs> I guess. Um, they're not like that special considering we watch basketball together all the time. <laughs> I still think it's special. I think it's special too. But yeah, no, I just think it's great. I don't know. I think no, no, because like in all seriousness, right? Like it only happens every, like now that things have become shortened in a pandemic, it's every other day, so it's like boom, 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 boom. But like before, it could be like, "Hey, do you want to like watch a game?" Okay, great. Here, and then now, cut three or four days later. Oh, another game. Awesome. Let's watch it then. Now, I guess like why it feels a little bit more repetitive is like the distance between games has just gotten a lot shorter. Has it? I feel like it's the same. But no, like now it's consistently every other day. There's a game. Like I there feel like there was back to back. Yeah, there are times where it's back to back, but like I feel like there yeah, are other times. Yeah, but even times in like, regular season. It was. Yeah, regular seasons have back-to-backs, but they also have periods where the Lakers didn't play for, like, two or three days. I guess. Anyway. That's... I don't know. It's just, like, all relative. Point is, I like basketball. I like Julia. I love Julia. I love basketball. Thank you for that. <laughs> yeah, that's my analysis but, um, on the situation. So, I guess when it comes to maybe our daily activities, the thing is, technically, I still have a routine, but my options of the activities I can do are pretty limited. And so, like we mentioned, we spend a lot less time together before quarantine started. But having those pockets was really nice. And also the fact that we could look forward to seeing each other in person was really nice. I feel like we're always kind of, it's like, oh, like, when can I visit you next? Or when can you visit me next type thing? And coming up with those types of plans sounds really sad, me saying it. <laughs> it's really depressing. Yeah, that's expressive depressive right there. But, like, I think something that is definitely changed in our daily lives is the just pure amount of exposure. We talked about it earlier with the whole constantly FaceTiming thing in pockets. But, like, we had normal lives, just like everyone, right? Like, you yeah. were volunteering at some pretty awesome stuff, Um do like one of them was called prevention point 
which um, you should definitely donate to. Just Google Prevention Point. They do some really. It's in good Philadelphia. Work. Yeah, in Philadelphia. Yeah, like <laughs> call that out. But Prevention Point Philadelphia, just really awesome stuff. Julia was volunteering there. I mean, I was working. I went into an office every day, nine to five, like, and then now I roll out of bed and like you know try to wake up and then I'm on. So it's just like that's the different part. I think sort of just it's locality in the way we do things as opposed to the actions we mm-hmm. take. Yeah. Yeah, so I guess like one big change to daily life I'd say, right, is the fact that we started doing more of these like virtual activities. I think before when we used to FaceTime, it was a lot of like these sporadic, you know, you find a pocket and you just kind of talk about your day. And obviously there's a lot mm-hmm. more to talk about in your day, right? Where it's like, mm-hmm. oh, what did you do today? Tell me about class or tell me about volunteering or oh i get a i got met up you know with this friend and they say hi or i'm gonna go to this event and things of that nature but i think one thing that quarantine really made us do was like can't really rely on those sort of things right you can't just Mm -hmm. be like filling in on like what's going on because granted i spend my whole day with you so i better know what the hell is going on but one (laughs) thing that we've really been doing a lot more is like playing more games and doing more virtual stuff so we've done a lot of these different dates that I don't think we ever did beforehand. Like, we go on Zillow now and just look at real estate oh, yeah. in different places. Like, could you... Did you know what Zillow was before? Um, yeah, I've known I know what Zillow is. No, like, because, like, I just didn't know the amount of features it had before we started. Oh, no, I I knew, I knew what Zillow was. I've definitely looked at some expensive houses here in Hawaii, but yeah. Legitness. But, like, that's something we've never done before, at least together as a couple. And, um... We found a whole ton of different game websites to play. Like, I feel like even if we return and get out of the pandemic, you know, hopefully at some point if people wear a mask and shit, (laughs) like, we'll still do these things because they were inherently fun. I mean, like... Yeah. Instead, we just do it next to each other. Yeah. Yeah. Like... Oh, um... Go go ahead. Go ahead. Go, go, go. go. No, I was just going to say share screen in post quarantine is just going to be me showing you my screen oh, as yeah. opposed to on I think Zoom. that's really funny. I think speaking even to that, it's the idea that you really can do a lot of the same things you did together because the technology is there. The ability to share screen is truly one of the most un- I don't think it's, I don't even think it's underrated. I think it's rated. One of the most amazing inventions ever just to be able to share your screen and be like, "Hey, look at this funny tweet." And like, granted, you can send people those things, but I think it's like funnier. No, it hits. It, it hits different for sure. Like, it hits different when you can show them on screen because it's like you guys are looking at the same thing versus oh, let me go ahead, take a screenshot, crop screenshot, send. Cool, it's a photo. Versus like it's yeah. this like in theory, quote unquote, it's like a live breathing image, and it really mm-hmm. feels like you're like developing that connection point where it's like, oh my mm-hmm. god, like check this out, you know, like look what I found. It's, like, one of those things. Like, imagine you're waiting in line at, like, a restaurant and, like, you're waiting and you're, like, God damn, this reservation is taking forever. Hey, yeah. look at this funny tweet I sent. Like, it's bringing back those type of, like, smaller interactions. Yeah. I also think this speaks to this idea of all, as cheesy as this sounds, all of the, the little moments in life, you know? Things that you wouldn't necessarily notice in person or if you're long distance in the same city or whatever you want to call it, just not long distance, long distance. (laughs) Just kind of noticing the things that you miss about being with the other person and trying to be creative and finding the ways 
to kind of go around that. And I also think that, as Mark mentioned, we kind of, in addition to finding all of these new games that both of us like to play, I also think, and this is going to, again, sound super cheesy and super relationship advice-y or whatever you want to call it, but we really learned a lot about what we're like. <laughs> I know that sounds stupid, but we really learned more about each other and what we're like in... I don't know how to say it. I, I want to say times of crisis bring out who you really are, right? Like, I think... I still remember... Do you, I don't know if you remember it. The day I got kicked out, you got, like... Like, I just, like, broke down. I was like, I have no idea what the fuck I'm doing. Yeah. And, like, it was frustrating because I couldn't communicate properly. Like, what was going on. Yeah. And... Yeah that's a learning moment number one but number two it kind of shows that like hey like at least for me you need you there's a responsibility that it's not just you here like you Mm -hmm. need to be able to communicate and that's something that you know you just need to keep working on and i think too like being in quarantine i think going back to what i was talking about about filler not filler conversations because they're not filler like i genuinely care about what the hell you did that day you know what i mean yeah i I think that's another like it was is that like because that's different our conversations have gotten a lot deeper i feel like at certain points i agree yeah so we both willingly put each other in these situations where we're kind of pretty much with each other most of the time and obviously we have the times where we're both doing our own thing and we're doing work so we're not really talking and that's fine right we're just there for each other's company then there are times where not gonna lie we felt like we've run out of things to talk about and you're trying to find these filler conversations and obviously we have the option to just not talk at all which is fine you know we can do our own thing but sometimes you know you really want to talk to someone but you really just don't know what to say but I think this this quarantine has taught us to be more creative with our conversations and I don't mean in the we're forcing each other to have conversations it's more hey you can take the time to think about what you want to talk about but you know when you're ready you can talk to me it's fine but i don't know where i was going with this well no i think like to that point right like when you say take that time you're really able to think about a lot of deeper things and i think going on with what's kind of going on in you know our world our society we're really able to think more broadly and more openly about what's kind of happening and i think it's led to some very illuminating conversations for me and i hope it has for you but like there are things where you know we'll take a good one that we like a lot is taking an article and you know it doesn't have to be like too deep but we'll yeah look we at, talked about like, it in the previous episode yeah yeah just like looking at like public health articles or you know things going on just like worldly news and just trying to get each other's takes on it and i think it kind of shows like each other's values it's an opportunity to learn i've learned a lot just from talking to julia like about different topics yeah and it's kind of helped not shape the way i see the world but it definitely did in some aspect because every new interaction you have with someone will ultimately lead to you know broader perspectives and stuff like that so i definitely think it's worth it to do so i think that with this whole quarantine thing we've both learned to have more intentional conversations instead of having kind of I mean there's nothing wrong with having silly or stupid small talk or being you know kind of facetious or making jokes all the time obviously there's nothing wrong with that you don't always need to be serious but I think one of the most important things that I think 
I think I can speak for the both of us in saying that we've both kind of learned how to make more intentional conversation and really make conversations more deep, more worth it, I would say. I don't want to say, oh, this is so hard to describe. I think what I'm trying to say is that our conversations have purpose and the purpose could be to learn more about each other, to learn more about what's going on, to share our past experiences or share our opinions, share our hot and cold takes, you know? But I think maybe in the past, a lot of our conversations were obviously more superficial only because, you know, we were still getting to know each other or we were still kind of figuring out this relationship. But I think quarantine, I don't want to say forced us, but I feel like it really did force us to, I guess, have really difficult conversations and have more in-depth conversations about who we are. And it has definitely, in my opinion, helped us in our own personal growth. I feel like for a lot of people, quarantine has been that time for personal growth and just kind of figuring out who you are. But I just wanted to point out the fact that we've, I think we've become a lot better at having conversations. I think yeah, that's a good for thing. sure. No, like, I think I go back to, it was almost formulaic how our conversations used to go before. Like, I just kind of thought about it, right? Like, as you were saying that, like, we got better at conversations. And I'm like, even the fact we're having this conversation now would have never happened before quarantine. But, like, even going back to that, it's like, I think about all the times where we would just sit there awkwardly with each other. Where, like, we're in person. Like, it's exciting we're in person. Mm-hmm. But we're sitting like with a ton of like, like I remember I'll remember this one dinner forever, where we're having dinner and I don't think a single word like we said. When was this? Like when we went to Philly and we were in Philly, we went to the pizza place, and both oh, of us yeah. were just like, like it was um, I don't know what the occasion was, but we were like we just went out for like fancy pizza. Yeah, we did. And it was like so awkward. Like you were like. How awkward was that? Like, like as soon the irony is, as soon as we walked out, we were good and we started talking again. But literally in that restaurant, it was just like, how awkward was that? And I'm like, yeah, that was really awkward. And I feel like that would never happen now. You know, we'd yeah. find a way to make it. Like, we've gained skills. We've gained the strategies. We've. It sounds like you know we're game planning this to like such a high level. Like it's not that deep, but like it just makes such a big difference in. Yeah, I think. Our lives. I don't. I wouldn't necessarily say that I was the best communicator before. Definitely one of those passive aggressive people that will, I'll be asked, is everything okay? And then I'm like, yeah. And then I just ignore them for the rest of the time. I mean, that's, that's how I, I, and probably a lot of other people quote unquote communicate and it's by not communicating really. But I guess I don't like, I don't want this to sound too serious. Although in my opinion, it is something that's really valuable to me. It really has taught us or quarantine has taught us to just really like learn how to talk to each other. I feel as if, I don't want to say we didn't know how to talk to each other before, because I think we did, but I think now more often than not, our conversations are a bit deeper, you know? And I think, I think it's just more real. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. there's actual like substance behind it versus like, it'll be yeah. like conversations that we'll remember for like a while as opposed to things that we did you know march 9th that i don't remember what you did on march 9th i think the biggest difference aside from obviously time zones changing and our 
schedules changing due to school is probably the fact that we learned how to communicate better with each other. I think maybe this is something people, the thing is I really don't know what it's like for people who are in the same city or who are in the same school. I really don't know how this works. Yeah, what is that like at that point? Like, what if if you guys have been dating for like a year and a half and have been together, never had to worry about long distance. I want to trade stories. What do you guys talk about, you know? If if you already, like the thing is like, if you're in the same city and you go to the same school, more likely than not, you're probably hanging out with your significant other throughout the whole day, unless you're not. I don't know. I guess that's what I assume. I don't I would know. Do. I guess like I guess I should ask like friends at this point, right? Like, call up people. Like, I'm sure you have friends too that are same city. Like, actually, what do they do? I don't. I actually don't. I feel like most of my anyway. I understand. I guess the only difference would be if we weren't long distance. Maybe it would be easier to kind of you can because you can kind of control. Honestly, I'm so clueless. I have no idea how it would work. I honestly have no idea what it would be like if we were in a same city relationship. Because we've only been in a same city relationship when we first started dating. And we spent so much time together only because, you know, that's like the typical honeymoon phase. I feel as if we couldn't, you know, we couldn't just get by without not spending that much time with each other. Especially knowing that I was going to have to leave at some point. Yeah. So, I don't really know. I think this is... We'll go back into this at some point. No, no, no <laughs> but really I think fascinating. That, uh, here, here, let's put some hypotheses down of what we're going to find out. Okay. Do. I feel like figuring out where they're going to go get food is a big one. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I guess now it might be a little together? different. Oh, no, I just like, meant like after work, right? No, like class. Oh, yeah, that too. Where are you, what? After work, they go get food. Why not work? Why can't they get lunch between <laughs> classes? That's why I said break time. It's not everyone is in fucking co-op, Mark. You're, I know 100% right. You're only thinking about... Redacted and redacted. <laughs> yeah, they're the only ones I know. Who else do you know? Oh, wait. Redacted and redacted. Yeah. Redacted and redacted. Yeah, I wonder what that's like. <laughs> I'm going to cut all of this out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to stop this recording now. Yeah. With school starting up again and time zones changing, we've learned a lot of new things in quarantine that will hopefully help us through this long distance journey. And pretty much, you just have to try new things and adapt. And for all those in long distance relationships, you got this. Yeah, guys, so this has been good. No, this has really been great. We want to thank you for your privilege of your time, and we'll catch you in the next one. Bye. Bye. Cue the outro music, baby.